Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So I've got a question for you. Would you like to know how to increase your chances of success to 95%? If so, make sure you check out today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. How about that hook and bait for you guys? Hi guys, my name is Akil Stokes. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining. If you haven't done so already, make sure you take the 10 episode challenge. There are 800 plus episodes of the Trading Coach Podcast. Go back to any 10 and see if this is something that you like. If you do, I appreciate it if you tune in three times a week and enjoy the new episodes. If you don't like it, then, well, I appreciate you giving it a try and you can move on to something else that you do like. Today's episode or the topic for today's episode comes from a comment that I got from a previous episode of the Trading Coach Podcast where I was sharing a story about kind of discipline, you know, good habits, sticking to your rules, all that fun stuff and explaining that, hey, even myself trading veterans since 2007, I still get tempted to do the stuff that I always tell you guys not to do. And the comment said this, he said, hey, Akil, I remember you talking about a trade that you and Jason saw. I remember this, this exact trade, by the way. Um, I remember, remember you talking about a trade that you and Jason saw that did not meet your rules, but which you were pretty sure would go in a certain way. And I remember you explaining how difficult it was for both of you not to enter the trade. This is one of the things that I found to be the most difficult, being the only one taking action and being accountable to only myself. It is a much less rockier road if you have someone or a group of people as dedicated as you and keeping each other accountable. accountable. And this trader is dead on. In fact, this is the whole kind of um, secret sauce behind our business, right? Years ago, we were featured um, in Forbes magazine, right? Dr. Brett Steinberger did a, an article and whatnot, and they mentioned that tier one trading was one of the leading innov- uh, innovators in trading education because we decided to take a different route than everyone else, right? Everyone out is out there selling courses and marketing strategies and, and whatever like that. What we found in our experience in not only learning how to trade, but teaching traders and and finding, I guess you can say that secret to success is that it wasn't in the magic strategy. It wasn't being the best teacher or having the best content. I do think ours is good, but I'm sure there's someone else that has better content out there. But it was putting your clients in a system where they can become successful. And that means much more than a strategy. It means much more than a coach. It means a community, right? I, I don't forgot all the numbers, but you know, you hear all this stuff about you are the sum of what the five people that you spend the most time around, right? If you spend time around a community instead of just being an individual trader, which is what most of these courses offer, right? Most of these call, uh, courses say, hey, either 
Here's a course, take it independently by yourself. You never speak to anyone else. Um, I remember Jason Greystone years ago telling me he got scammed. Um, this is before he, he took a course with me. He got scammed by a service that said they would get like one-on-one -on -one mentorship and they would get a certain amount of calls per week. And he signed up for the course, took the stuff, never heard from the person again. And that was one of the main reasons that he wasn't successful, right? When Jason took a course with me, one of the reasons that he became successful because Jason was highly annoying, right? He he contacted me every single week asking questions over and over again. And lo and behold, I kind of knew right there, this guy is going to be great. So what we centered our business around was having people that are in the same situation as you, having people that are a little bit above you on the journey, obviously having coaches that have been there and done there before, essentially having different tiers of mentorship um, from coaches, from peers, from you know even eventually people that are underneath you and you get a chance to give back to them. And having that community aspect where you're learning from different levels and you go on to teach different levels is what really allows you to grow as a trader. Right? It's one of those things where you know, you'll never walk alone Ooh, that uh, felt weird saying that because a certain red team that I don't like says that. But um, it is one of those things where there's a million hands reaching back on that journey. And it made me think a little bit about accountability because a lot of people don't understand the power of it. And there's some pretty interesting statistics out there. Um, but one of the reasons that people don't like accountability and having accountability partners, I should say, is one, they're antisocial, right? And, and, and I get it. I'm not the most social person out there. I don't like kind of reaching out to strangers. I don't like kind of people in my business. And a lot of people that flock towards trading are kind of like the, the, the basement trolls, right? They're kind of in their own little realm by themselves. One of the reasons they like trading in the first place is because it can be something that they do independent. They don't have to go into offices and all of this is stuff. Um, so I get that. And what I would say to that is you have to go out of your comfort zone, right? Think about this. You're going out of your comfort zone already in trying to become a trader, right? Because everyone out there in the world is telling you that it's not possible or you're dumb, it's stupid, it's gambling, right? So you're already breaking through that comfort bubble to achieve that. Why not just break through one more comfort bubble, right? We see this all the time in our accountability sessions on, on the, the site when we do our Friday meetings where it's like, yeah, man, I've been on the platform for like three months. I've just been so scared to introduce myself. And then boom, once they introduce themselves, now they're wide open and you can see the, the, the progress right there. So you got to break through that bubble of being kind of insecure and kind of being shy and put yourself out there. It, it's difficult at first, but once you get into that pool, right, your body adjusts to the water and everything feels good. Another sneaky reason is that people are afraid of success. You would not believe how many people purposely sabotage their chances at being successful. I know it sounds dumb, it sounds stupid, but it is the truth. And the reason for that is because success comes with expectations, right? When you are a nobody, when you are a loser, when when you're supposed to fail, it is easy to fail because now it's like, oh yeah, I was supposed to do that or everyone thought I was gonna fail anyway, so it's normal, right? Putting yourself in a situation where you're supposed to be successful is tough because now you have the, the chance of failure and people are gonna judge you off of that. There was a young lady that I coached um, this past year and as a freshman coming into, I uh, coached track and field, if you guys are not familiar, as a freshman coming in, she didn't run a time that would even qualify for our conference meet, right? And then throughout the year, she dropped 
a massive amount of time and ended up a conference runner-up, right? And I remember speaking to her over the summer, kind of, you know, um, debriefing on everything. And, you know, one of the things that she was, she was excited, obviously, for her achievements, but she was a little scared going to the next year because she's like, well, now people expect me to win. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's something that she never dealt before. Before it was like, hey, I, I'm gonna run, I'm supposed to be bad, no one cares, no pressure. Now it was like, hey, I'm supposed to win every meet. Um, we're talking about, hey, you could be a conference championship, which, which she ended up being a conference champion this year. But it was a lot for her to mentally overcome and, and, and the easier route would have just to stay bad. Um, so you have to kind of embrace that pressure um, and look at it as a badge of honor and look at it as motivation. Again, I'm motivated to this day because I, I fear failure, right? I am scared to death that I will be bad at something. And, and I, you know, fear is what motivates me to get up every morning and still work as hard as I did as I, as I was on year one. But not everybody believes in that. And the thing about accountability and, and, and these numbers and, and, and success is this, like there are actual numbers behind this. And I don't remember where they came from. So I'm not going to cite anything. So they could be wrong. They could be right. But I just remember hearing this during my path. And I'm, I'm sure I read this in, in a handful of books, but there are different percentages of achievement based on what you do. So like, for example, like if you just have like an idea or a goal, like I want to do this, I want to achieve this, right? you're not really going to do it, right? You, you probably have a less than, you know, a 10% chance, let's say, at achieving that goal. If you go in with an attitude like, oh yeah, I wanna do this, I'm gonna do this, right? We all have friends that are like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, right? And the next month they're gonna do that and they never actually do it, right? You have less than 10% of, of achieving that goal. However, once you consciously decide that I'm going to do something, so it's not just saying, oh yeah, I'm gonna go and do this or my goal is to do that. Once you kind of lock in and say, hey, like, I am doing this. I've made the decision that this is going to get done, right? That is a positive, right? That ups your in your up your uh, ups your chances of success from like 10 to like 25% or something around there. So massively. However, 25% is still a uh, a very low number and and being having a 25% chance of being successful, probably not what you want to do. So you got to do more. You got to do more. So once you decide that hey, I am going to be successful. I am going to achieve this. The next step is you got to think about how, right? How are you going to do it? It's, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to say you're committing to it. The next step is actually mapping it out and saying, okay, I decide I'm going to be successful. Here's how I'm going to do it. And this is where we talk about having long-term uh, long goals. And then we break it. We kind of work backwards, breaking it up by tactics where it's like, okay, I want to be a successful trader. And then you start listing out all the things that's going to take to be a successful trader. Okay, I need to do this, 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 this. You start mapping it out. And then, you know, if you want to put times to it, you put times to it as well. And it's very important. But once you do that, once you have a clear like path, how, like a, a game plan, you've gone from 10% to 25%, now to 50%, right? A 50% chance at becoming successful, right? So another massive increase. However, as someone who is kind of fully committing something and, and to say like, hey, you have a 50% chance at being right in what you're doing or achieving your goal, still not a lot. So we still need more, we still need more. The question is, how can we get more? Well, the next step out there is putting it out to someone else. We've all heard this before, right? If you want to lose weight and you, you're on this journey or build muscle or, you know, do whatever, right? Tell someone. 
something I do all the time is I, I did this this year as well. Like I, I'm going to be part of an Ironman relay and didn't really give it any thought. I had a friend that reached out to me and was like, hey, I'm doing I'm training for Ironman. I need help. Can you be on a relay section for me? I need you to do this bike ride. That's like 56 miles or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. Right. That's just me. If you challenge me to something, I do it. But what I've been doing now is I, you know, I go on my bike rides, whatever like that. I put it out there on social media. Right. Every bike ride, I put a little Iron Man emoji off there because I want people to know, because if people know they're going to ask about it, they're going to be like, hey, Keel, when's that Iron Man coming up? Right. And if I've been slacking on my training, I don't have a response. I'm going to be like, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. So now I have to do it. So, you know, just like losing weight. Hey, I'm going to lose 10 pounds by the end of the year. Right. Just putting it out there puts a different level of accountability because now it's not a secret. When it's a secret, it's so easy to fail because no one knows about it. So if you fail, no one's going to know. But once it's out there in the world, there's a chance that someone is going to check up on you with it, right? It could be small talk at a business meeting. Hey, John, what about that 10 pounds? Uh, you know, or hey, Kiel, did that Iron Man go off yet? Ah, right. Now you're a little bit more held accountable and that's going to put some pressure on. So when you do that, when you commit to something publicly, publicly, it could be someone, it could be a, something like a social media outlet. You've now gone from your 10 to your 25 to your 50 to about 65% of success, right? Now the odds are in your favor. You're engine closer and closer and closer, but 65% still isn't enough. We need more. So what can you do? Well, take that commitment to another level. Instead of just vaguely committing out there with a social media post, instead of just vaguely telling your, your best friend, your partner, whoever, your parents, that you're gonna do something, find someone that is gonna hold you accountable. Find someone that you can have, you know, kind of like appointments or, or check-ins with. Someone that where it's like, hey, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna check up on, check on, uh, check up with you every month so that you can make sure I'm on track, right? It, it's very similar to like a teacher giving you homework, right? When a teacher gives you homework and you know the homework is due at the end of the week, right? By the time that end of the week comes, you're like, ah, man, I better do this homework because teacher's going to check in. I know she's going to collect it. If a teacher handed out a homework assignment and said, oh, here's your homework, but I'm never going to collect it. Would we ever do it? No. Well, some of you guys, some of you guys are nerds and you love doing work. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it at all. I wouldn't hand it in. Right. So I need the teacher to tell me, hey, I'm going to collect this Friday or at least the threat of collecting it Friday for me to be scared enough to get it done again. What I've learned about myself over years is that I am highly motivated by fear and pressure, right? Um, so that's what motivates me. Everyone's different. But when you commit to someone and you commit to someone to have kind of check-in appointments, you've just moved the odds from 65% up to 95%. That is amazing, right? That one little small thing, I guess it's a accumulation of all the other things, but that one small thing of just saying, hey, I'm doing this checking with me every week to make sure I'm on track, 95%. It's, it's amazing what that pressure can do. And there's this quote I read by um, Thomas Monson. I forgot where I, I, I saw it from, but I have it written down in like, I have this like this motivational note section. <laughs> don't, don't, don't judge me, right? Um, but he said that when performance, I hope I don't butcher it. Um, when performance is measured, I believe it is, um, performance improves. And when your performance is measured and it's reported, 
that rate of, improve, of improvement accelerates, right? So when you measure performance, your performance improves, right? This goes the same for like trade journaling and tracking like that, right? So just by measuring it, you're gonna improve your performance. Now, when your performance is measured and you have to report it, the rate of improvement accelerates. That means it goes faster and faster, right? So the likelihood of getting into new habits and having those habits stick increase when you have to kind of keep track of what you're doing, but also report it to someone else. And I wanna give you guys seven tips or, or seven, I guess, benefits of having an accountability partner, right? Having someone in your corner, have someone, having someone kind of go through this journey with you. And one, it gives you an outside source to track your goals, right? And I, I deal with this a lot with trade plan development and whatnot. Um, we may think we have goals, we may think we have a trade plan, but often what's in our mind isn't the greatest. It's, right? it's no different than going back to the, the school reference, like writing a paper where you think it's perfect and then you, you have someone review it and there's all types of typos and errors and run-on sentences and stuff that doesn't make sense, right? So it's always good to have a second set of eyes, right? Because it's going to help you create those clear goals. Remember, part of that success kind of pyramid we've been climbing up is having a clear how. How am I going to achieve this? And although it may be clear to you, it may not be clear to someone else. So, you know, being able to track your goals and having someone else to help you track your goals is very important. Another one is they're gonna call you out on your BS, right? They're gonna call you out on your BS. Like a lot of us say we're gonna do stuff and we don't ever do it, right? I was just watching this uh, this uh, documentary on American Gladiators. Great documentary, by the way. Ooh, part two, caught me by surprise. My good, I, lo I loved it, I loved it. But part of that documentary, was some guy just BSing other people the entire time. And, and because he was, in a, he was in a position of power, no one was able to call him out on his BS, right? So a lot of us will do that. A lot of us are the coulda, woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? We're gonna say we're gonna do stuff and we don't actually do it. And again, if there's no one holding us accountable when we don't actually do it, there's really no penalty. So you need someone to be like, come on, man, like you didn't, you, you said you're going to do this. You, you didn't do it. Right. We have accountability groups going back to the sports reference on our, our track and field team. Right. I, I have our girls um, each year. They set up an accountability group on Snapchat where they just post workouts and, and, and stuff like that. And they're supposed to do it daily. And then sometimes you get people that aren't posting and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing workouts. I was like, why aren't you posting? And they call them out. And it's this peer pressure where they either quit or they need to get better. Another one is uncovering blind spots. We talked about kind of tracking goals and, and, and creating your how, right? A lot of times, especially if your accountability is a partner is someone that is a little bit further on their journey than you are, they're going to be able to tell you stuff that you don't know. I think that's one of the, the best things we do here at Tier 1 Trading, not just with myself and Jason, but with the kind of the experienced traders on the platform is that we've gone through the journey. I've gone through the journey myself. Jason has gone through the journey himself. We've gone through the journey with thousands of traders over the, the 12, 13, 14 years we've been teaching, however long it's been, right? So we've experienced almost every situation and problem that a trader can face in their journey. So when a trader comes to us with a question, whether it's you know this or that, we can kind of tell them, hey, that's a good idea. Just watch out for this. I knew this trader one time and he tried that same thing and this is what happened. So you might want to be aware of it. Doesn't mean you can't do it, but just you know, keep that in the back of your mind. And that is so helpful because when we're on the journey by ourselves, it's typically trial and error. And 
there's nothing wrong with trial and error, right? As long as you're learning from your errors, it's you have to. I think I do believe you have to fail. You have to kind of make mistakes in order to learn and grow. So a lot of times people will, you know, will tell them, "Hey, don't do this," and then they'll do it anyway, and they'll come back like, "Oh yeah, that thing you told me not to do, I did it, and now blah blah blah." I'm like, eh, you know, you kind of sometimes you got to figure it out yourself, but. The point is it decreases the time. So instead of that trial and error where you try something, the same dumb thing four times before you realize like, oh, this is stupid. I should stop doing it. Maybe you do it once and you're like, ah, you kill. He said, yeah, all right. And then you go on the right way. So we can give warnings about those blind spots, right? Another one is kind of, you know, it, it's, it's changing behaviors, right? Changing, you know, getting rid of old habits, creating new habits, right? You know, eventually in the journey, we get something called like a, a, a lazy brain, right? Where, you know, especially for those who kind of grind really hard from the beginning, you grind so hard that you just kind of burn out, you're running the steam, and then you kind of drop off or you're doing all the right things and you just get tired and you get lazy and you kind of fall back into your your old habits, right? It, it is natural. I, I go through the same thing, trust me, um, on a regular basis. Having that accountability partner is someone that can kind of you know, slap you in the face a little bit when they feel like you're getting lazy. We're like, ah, yeah, you know, I didn't do my, my top 10 analysis this morning. Slap, boom. And then you're like, ah, okay, I'm tired of being slapped in the face. Let me change my habits. So again, it's, it's a natural thing that all of us get lazy. It, 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 is, it, is, it is human, right? We, we, we can't grind forever. We eventually run out of energy. We, we get bored. Things become monotonous, especially in trading where you're robotic. Um, it's good to have kind of an outside influence motivate you. Again, same thing for for athletes, right? It, it, this is why athletes have training partners. When you train by yourself, you kind of get lazy and you just go through the motions. When you have a training partner, especially if someone is there kicking your butt every day, it kind of wakes you up a little bit. So that's very important. Another one, I have no idea what number I am on, but I know I had seven in, written down in my in my head, at least um, who knows if that number is right or not. But it gives you someone to vent to, you know, a, a punching pillow, I guess you can, right? Um, sometimes we just need to vent, right? Sometimes we just need to vent. Sometimes we are frustrated and this will happen in the journey. It could be with trading. It could be with other aspects of life. And we just need someone to yell at. We just need a pillow that we can punch and scream into. And your accountability partner is that. Um, be a good listener, <laughs> be, be a good listener. It is, it, it, it seems kind of underrated, but it is massive because we need to get that out of our system. All right. We need to get that, that hot boiling steam out of our system so that it opens up space for kind of to get back on track. So that is, that is very important kind of going hand in hand with that is like, it, it helps ease the pain as well, right? Misery loves company. So you're going to have setbacks, you're going to mess up, you're going to be frustrated. Um, one of the best examples I can give is that, you know, it, it's very hard when a trader hits a drawdown. We'll, we'll do this all the time on a platform where I'll be like, hey, guys, I've been on a losing streak for two weeks and life sucks right now. And then you'll get a note back where, you know, it's like, man, Akil, I'm glad you said that because I've been losing too. And I'm like, what? And it's like, but at the time, that trader thinks it's only them. They're they're in pain, they're frustrated, they don't really wanna put it out there because they're they're nervous and like other places on the internet will tease you for being honest. Um, they'll, they'll, so it's delightful to hear that someone is struggling as well. It's funny, my most popular YouTube videos, and I've been doing YouTube videos weekly for 10 years, over a decade, my most popular videos are ones where, when I'm in drawdowns. When I come in and be like, hey guys, this week sucked. And it's like, 
people need to hear that because it eases the pain. And, 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 and for, well, fortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't matter. The reality of trading is that it is you are going to go through frustrating periods. And what separates the struggling traders from the successful traders is how you deal with those struggling periods. I just did a video this past weekend talking about the DKC had a 13% return this past week was amazing, but the previous, I think, seven weeks were in a drawdown. And I was getting frustrated and it was it was important that I stick with it and reap the benefits of what I know that strategy can produce. I don't know when it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to happen. So I had to deal with that suck for seven weeks, right? Got off to a, a good week one, got all excited and giddy. Um, and then seven weeks of, of suck, thinking like, man, is this thing broken? Did I, am I doing it wrong? Is it me? Um, finally to have it you know, kind of show off the way that I, I thought it would show out. Uh, the thing is that I, I've been doing this for a long time, so I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I know it's part of the deal. I, I do my research, I do my work. I, I know how long my drawdowns should last. I have my numbers and my metrics and whatnot, but most traders don't. And most traders won't make it seven weeks, you know, lo and behold, seven days with a strategy that isn't performing well and, and they ditch it. So it's important to have someone there to kind of you know, just put their arm around you and 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 help you deal with it, and 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 really be there for you in times of uh, of pain. So I don't know if that was seven, but those are the things that are, are great about accountability partners. Um, I go back to that number, and, and I hope this number sticks with you guys. Ninety-five percent chance of success if you have an accountability partner. And again, this assumes you use your accountability partner the right way. So it's not just saying, "Oh yeah, you know, I called my friend up who knows nothing about trading, and they're going to be my accountability partner." No, you need a like-minded individual. You need someone that knows what you're doing, that knows what they're doing, and you need someone that is going to hold you accountable. Right. So it's not enough just to have a partner that's going to be there and and not give you feedback or coddle you and be like, "Oh, you made a trading mistake. That's okay." you know like you need someone that's going to be a little bit harsh with you right you need a teacher you need someone an authority figure that's going to slap you around a little bit and that tough love does pay off and then what happens is i expect you and i'm talking to the people on the platform right now we expect you once you reach that next level to turn things around right give back and you show that tough love to the next group of traders if you do that then we can keep the success cycle going so if you want to increase your chances of success and again, be around a great community of traders, there's no better place than tier1trading.com. I told you Forbes magazine called us the innovators in trading education, excuse me, the leading innovators in trading education. But I don't recommend that you sign up right away. Take our trial membership, get a feeler, take some courses, join some live sessions, chat with the community, make sure we're the right fit for you before you make any type of commitment. Because once you're committed, we expect you to be committed. So we need you to be all in. So sign up today, www.tier1trading.com. Click that button that says 14 day trial and introduce yourself on the platform. Don't be shy. All right. See you there.